Welcome back to the Application Security Podcast. This is Chris Romeo, one of your co-hosts and also CEO of Security Journey. On this episode, Robert Hurlbut does an interview with Bill Semp at the CodeMash conference. And the topic of discussion is how do you grow AppSec people or how do you convert developers into application security professionals? Fascinating topic. And they also get into another project that Bill's been doing through CodeMash called Kids Mash, or how do you get 750 kids interested in the world of cybersecurity and provide an event for them at a conference. So lots of interesting things to hear about, and we hope you enjoy. This episode of the Application Security Podcast is brought to you by Security Journey. Security Journey has a new weekly publication called High Five, five security articles that are worth your time. We scour the internet looking for the best articles on application and product security. We add in just a touch of sarcasm and snark in our descriptions. Just what security people and developers love. To sign up, visit www.securityjourney.com slash high five. That's slash H-I, the number five. The Application Security Podcast. Here we go. This is Robert, and I'm actually at the CodeMash conference here in Sandusky, Ohio, at the uh, the beginning of January. And uh, with me today, I have Bill Simf. Hello, everybody. Pleased to be back again. Absolutely. So Bill has been with us before. He's been on the program. Uh, if you remember back in 2018, he spoke to us about uh, one of the topics in the OWASP Top 10 and so uh, Bill is uh, speaking here as well as I am at the CodeMash conference. There's a few security talks, and uh, glad to have you, Bill. Thank you. So tell us about, uh, let's start off with what your talk is uh, this week. Sure. So one of the biggest problems that we've got in application security in general um, from the soft skills standpoint is we need people. I mean, we just, I get 15 phone calls and emails a week from recruiters that are looking for someone to fill every role from, you know, basic um, vulnerability analysis and, and assisting developers on the security side all the way up to advanced security architecture roles and 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 finding um, solutions to really hard problems in, in software architecture like rolling, you know, old identification schemes up to today's standards. I mean, they got... And, uh, hey, we've got RACF, and we need to meet current PCI standards help. Uh, it's, it's, it's a big problem. And the issue is is that, well, what I've always said in the past, um, when, when people ask me, hey, Bill, how did you get an application security? I probably said that in the previous show. Um, well, first you spend 20 years developing web applications, and then you have to learn what all the bad guys do. And it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a totally different skill set. So what I've done over the past maybe three years is I've been mentoring five people, um, and I've, from completely different backgrounds and skill sets, and I've kind of gathered their stories together and gleaned what I could out of what 
we need to do to grow our own AppSec people. And um, it's not unlike the stories that I've given in the past, but but I, I have learned a couple of new things um, about uh, a little bit about I've learned a little bit about Drive and uh, like what makes people want to do things and how to find people who have some drive and how to maybe encourage some drive in people who maybe aren't performing to their personal maximum, which is weird for me because that's this is not my area. I'm not an HR person. I'm I, my social skills are lacking. I'm but but I've learned I've actually learned a lot <laughs> um, about that. So um, I, I talk about them and then I talk about what skills people need to have and then how to get those skills into your uh, into your development group um, and, and and start isolating folks that might be good candidates to be an AppSec person even though they don't know it themselves. Um, so it's really just kind of a reflection on the stuff I've learned, which is, I mean, that's kind of what most of these talks are really, if you think about it, mean, that's, that's really what a conference talk is, right? right? Hey, I learned this really cool thing and I want to teach you about it. And, and, but with, this is a different talk for me because it's a, it's almost a soft skills talk. I mean, I, I talk about the technical stuff that people need to know, mm-hmm. but I talk about it more from how do you teach them and less about here's how you do it, which is the way I've done it, what I've been doing for however many years. Right. So tell me about drive. You mentioned those who have that drive, but also maybe cultivating that drive. Oh, yeah. What do you mean by that? It's so hard. I, I don't have all the answers yet, but it's, it's unquestionable that the, – the, so the, the main crux of the, the lessons that I learned from cultivating an individual in your, in your group is you, what, what I've been doing, and I've done it successfully now at five different companies, a couple of them big, um, is – you hold a training, and instead of just giving them exercises or you know having a, a copy of you know, WebGoat up for them to hack at, which is cool, you actually set up a CTF with CTFD and make it a little competitive and give and no, no prizes, no nobody's going to be reviewed. There's no quiz at the end or anything like that. That's not the point of application security training, and it shouldn't be. So don't don't try to make it that. But those people who Stay over lunch for a couple minutes to solve something or stay when the training's over to ask questions about something that's a little bit more advanced. Those are the folks that probably have that itch to to learn more. And one of my mentors, Brent Houston, said uh, to me one day, um, I I said, uh, I I asked him, what what are you going to do when you retire? Uh, And he's like, people like us never retire. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing this in some way forever and you know that and and you, you don't want people to to live to work and i don't recommend that people do and i i'm the first one to say that i'm absolutely the first person to say that but the, i mean i i my rss feed is full of security stuff and i sit and 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 flip through blogs when I'm having lunch and and that little bit of extra, as long as you can make the, the home life balance work, which is more important, frankly, but if you can make that work, then that that drive is what you're that, – that constant curiosity of, man, what is going on out there and how can I better involve myself in it? That's what you look for. And – but I don't want to be one of those people that says, well, show me your GitHub profile with 
you know, seven check, seven uh, check-ins a day for the past 20 years. No, that's not, that's not what I mean. But you need a little teeny bit of that to do this because you're not going to learn, if you're a dev, you're not going to learn AppSec on the job. You're just not. You've got you've to have a little bit of that edge to want to do it on your own the way you learn with your stuff. And um, that's, what, that's what we're looking for. I okay. think. I think. Anyway. Okay. And you mentioned uh, CTF. For our listeners, uh, what is uh, CTF? Oh. <clears throat> so CTF is a capture the flag. <clears throat> We're running a, uh, a cool one here at CodeMesh, actually. But what, what it is is it's basically it's a, it's a, it's a technology um, uh, 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 treasure hunt, right? Where you're, you've got certain problems that, that somehow relate to some uh, little edge of technology. Like there's one... That we have with a um, with a uh, um, an SVG file that has um, uh, a, a, a string encoded in it somewhere called a flag that lets to capture the flag, and you can uh, if, if you know how to deal with SVG files, you can get the, you can glean the flag out of the SVG file. If you don't know how to do do anything with an SVG file, well, guess what? Look it up. And that's what we're trying to get people to do, right? We're, we're trying to get people to learn things. Um, today I sat with, uh, what, 20, what was, 10 to 15-year-olds and, and walked them through a couple of capture-the-flag-style challenges in web application security uh, using uh, an OWASP tool called Security Shepherd. Um, and we we had to go, they had to go in using the developer tools in Firefox and and. and Resend a post using um, by, after modifying the the, um, the the post data, and see how the application responded differently. And that's what a CTF is all about. It's it's to make you learn new stuff. And the code match CTF that we have up, I, I've learned. I don't know if you've looked at it yet, but I've learned a ton of stuff already. And I'm supposed to be running it, and I learned a bunch of stuff. I didn't write all the challenges. Um, that you you have to reimplement RSA security for one of the advanced challenges, and it's just it's awesome, and it makes you go and and learn, go and and f- find something that somebody else has written, and learn how it works, and nail it to the ground, and that's that's what we're looking for. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Now you mentioned working with some kids here. Uh, you have a kids match. We do. Tell, tell me about that. <laughs> so Code Match is a is a pretty big regional developer conference. Twenty five hundred people for the main conference on Tuesday and thir- or, uh, I'm sorry Thursday and Friday, um, and then oh gosh I don't know what eight nine years ago um, one of the attendees just kind of said hey I'm, I'm going to put up a sign and if anybody who's here with their wife and kids, because we're at a big indoor water park in, in, in Sandusky, so people bring their families. If anybody wants to, who's not attending the conference, wants to get together for lunch, meet here at, at 1130. And so, uh, you know, 20 families met and they went to lunch and it was fun. And then they were like, oh, well, let's go to the water park at three together as a group. And then, oh, let's get together and do some stuff later on. And And that was fun. And then it was heck, let's have a couple of speakers come in and talk about tech topics. And that was fun. And then it was, then CodeMesh took notice. And, and they're like, hey, this is kind of awesome. Can we like do this for real and put it in the schedule? And um, feather, a little bit of a feather, but the, uh, then my wife took over, <laughs> <laughs> who is an extremely good organizer. And um, 
it was it, we have two young children, so it worked out very well for us. Uh, it became what do they have now? Twenty two speakers wow. and a seven hundred and fifty registered kids. Um, a maker space with ten STEM projects that they can come and do anytime, including robotics and 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 electronics and working with friction and working with uh, senses and and all kinds of stuff. Um, kids from zero to eighteen um, look forward to it every year. Uh, and we're we're I mean, th- there are many people who post that their kids talk about the holidays. You know, oh, great, it's time for the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Code Mash, or Kids Mash, <laughs> you know, the, the, the Kalahari in general. So it's, um, it, it's, 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 a, it's a big part of the, the con, and uh, you've seen it before, the, right. the, all the kids, uh, the, uh, during the main part of the con, you got all these little green-shirted kids running around. <laughs> it's really awesome. It is, it, it is. is. Fantastic. So you get uh, people getting exposure early mm-hmm. um, and then of course developers getting exposure to a lot of different technologies and, and tools and so forth but what I'm really uh, excited to see is, is definitely the beefing up of the security application security absolutely uh, um, yeah Mike Woolard took over the security track and uh, we have a uh, just an absolute slate of, of talks um, I think there's 14 we've, we've had many luminaries of the um, security industry come by and talk to decoders, which is just awesome. I mean, to, to, to get people who are, you know, really well established in the security world and have to deal with the application security side on their part, get to come and talk to 2,500 developers and say, hey, this is something you need to know about, you know, whether it be logging or whether it be input validation or whether it be whatever. Um, it's it's an important lesson to learn, and it's been extremely popular. I, we talked about origin stories a little bit ago, but you might not know the origin story of the track. Uh, I'll tell no, you that real no, quick. I'm curious. Yeah, the uh, Rob Gillen, who is the speaker guru for the whole, con, he's the one who kind of organizes all the speaker track stuff. Um, he and I, before he did that job, we gave the first security precompiler here, and it was a scatter shot. I mean, I talked about encryption. He talked about Wi-Fi security. I talked about, like, patching binaries and doing crack me's. Full day session, eight hours training uh, during one of the precompilers. They had to move our room three times because the fire code people were complaining because we filled the room up so fast. And that's when we went, you know what? I think maybe this whole thing about developers not liking to talk about security is kind of not true. Right. So the next year we had a security track. We had six talks or something, and then more and more and more and more. And right. Now we get you know guys like you and Jim Manico in for crying out loud to do stuff. So it's it's just it's it's really gotten big, and I'm so glad to see the developers interested and and they're running around doing the CTF. They have to come find me to to collect one of the prizes for the CTF, and they're all just like, this is so much fun. This makes this conference even better, and I'm going. This is. That's just awesome. It's a win. It Absolutely. is a win. Absolutely. Yeah, I was really excited to see yesterday in, in my pre-compiler that I ran is that so many developers, I wasn't sure how many were to come to a threat modeling talk, but so many oh, did. Yeah. And, and how many of you know about threat modeling? And maybe one hand. Oh, like, wow. Great. <laughs> this oh, I didn't know time. that. That's awesome. First time learning about it, try to see how they can use it and, and oh, so on. So just, that was, that was see, really that's, that's what, that's the, the only way we're going to solve this problem is is... is I mean, so many of these people 
they're 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 awesome. They're great devs. They really want to improve their ability to solve development problems, but they just don't even know where to start in application security. And it, it, whether it be a capture the flag competition or having their kids do something weird and them going, huh, or going to a threat modeling session for the first time or happening to catch an, an input validation talk by Manico or whatever, that's going to get the, the path started. And they're going to go, oh, wait, there's a whole... There's a whole thing here I can follow, right. and and there's a and it doesn't even take a lot, a tremendous amount of energy. We can just go this way. It's right. it's that's that's what I want to see happen. And that, and that's kind of what we're in, in terms of, for example, the application security podcast. We were hoping to reach not just security people, but also developers, and helping them understand about application security because. As you said, I mean, it's the developers who are going to be building yeah. the products. It's, it's awesome that we have so many people who come up from the the, the general um, let's make things better stack that you tend to think of as operation security people, you know, the network people and folks like that who lean towards the security side that can tell you when something's wrong. But we also really need to train the coders. Right. And um, that's that's what we're shooting for here, and it's a small thing. I mean, it's you say you know twenty five hundred people. Uh, well, that's obviously a tiny percentage of the total number of software developers in the world. But you got man, you got to start somewhere. And if each of these people tell five people, that that number gets up there. So. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, I know you're you're speaking on the topic. You're mm-hmm. you're uh, finding new people. What else can you tell us about uh, the topic in terms of uh, you found them. How do you grow them? How do you how do you continue to mentor them? Or do they should they look for mentors? I mean, those kinds of things. Yeah, there's that's a um, that's a future topic for sure. Um, I, I don't uh, I don't have a lot of solutions that direction yet. There's a there's an infosec mentor program. Um, somebody had set up online. I don't remember who off the top of my head. Um, that actually I found one of my proteges on, um, which which was nice. Um, but in general, I mean, what I'm telling people now is get your, you know, get your developers trained and, and isolate the security champions and then have the, uh, have their, um, information, have your information security team, get them, get them rolling, you know? And then from, from there on, I mean, OWASP is the, is the path. Take, I think, I, I don't mean to sound like a religious zealot or anything, but, I, it's it's a it's a massive wiki full of the combined wisdom of forty four thousand people over the past how, what sixteen years. Mm-hmm. It is the it, that that's that's where you get started, and it's getting better organized every single day. Um, so it, it, shoot them at OWASP and 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 have them go to a OWASP meeting, get involved with people uh, at, at those organizations, um, and then get pick a project and get started. I, I'll, I'll throw a I'll, I'll throw a, a towel in the ring here. The the um, if, if anybody's listening to .NET person, I run the .NET project. We're looking for people to write articles on stuff that isn't covered on docs.microsoft.com. So if you've got if you've solved a cool problem in Microsoft security, uh, let me know and write about it, and we'll put it up there. Uh, that that's that's what all the projects are like. I mean, uh, well, some of them are coding, but. But most of them are documentation and, and, and just learning and places where people look things up. So that's that's probably step two. Okay, very good. All right, well, Bill, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we always uh, appreciate time with you to absolutely learn from you and hear what's going on and uh, look forward to maybe another time in the future. Indeed. Well. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm.
Thanks for listening to the Application Security Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please do us a favor and visit the iTunes store and give us a five-star rating. Our intro music is 8-Bit Kung Fu by Bourne and TJ, and the outro is Southern Delight by Stefan Kartenberg. You can find us on Twitter at AppSecPodcast or on the web at www.appsecpodcast.org.